Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hello everybody, welcome to What Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Josh, my friend, we need to have a bit of a conversation about the idea of in-game advertising. The next thing, sure, to annoy every single one of us. We've been through the loot box wars, we've been through the microtransaction wars, we've been through the NFT wars, and chances are the next thing that's going to infuriate everybody is in-game advertising, i.e. the idea of sharing out, selling out your in-game billboards, your whatever items you can think of that you could put an advert onto to various third-party companies that then get direct access to that space within the game itself. Now, this comes from a couple of different reports from Insider and Business Insider um, saying that Sony and Microsoft are both planning these things and are both planning nigh on the exact same thing. Um, Microsoft's side of it is pretty much what I just said in terms of they're looking to do things in-game. They don't want to annoy people. They don't want to irritate people. Um, and Sony's side mentions, um, according to three different sources who are working on this initiative, um, that Sony have been working on it for the last 18 months and apparently it's rolling out later this year. Um, but they say that not only do they want to put stuff in-game, but they also want to put adverts on pause menus. Hmm. Um, um, which is very Xbox. It's very Xbox 360. It's very Blades. And as much as I love the Xbox dashboard, that thing was absolutely covered in adverts all the time. So what do you think? And we'll break down some more stuff. Well, my big question is, which games are these <laughs> going to be included in? Because if I start seeing advertisements, Scott, in my £70 uh, video <laughs> games, I won't Ooh, be you make a good particularly point. happy. You know, I understand the reality of needing ads. We literally yes. work on YouTube.com. <laughs> our revenue comes from ads. So I understand that. But mm-hmm. there's a difference, I think, between, you know, um, encountering some ads in a free-to-play title or a mobile title, yes. um, as opposed to encountering them in stuff you've already paid for. So all this stuff is about, so far is about free-to-play games, right. we should say. Okay. It's obviously always worth covering the wider spectrum of this, because if something takes off, any company will try and see what they can get away with. Um, the reports, as they stand, are in relation to free-to-play games, um, which on the Sony side, it's worth pointing out that they have over 10 uh, live, live service games planned for before March 20th. I keep saying March 2026. There was a March was in there somewhere, but it's before 2026. Right. Um, they have more than 10 live service games, which lines up with the fact that Jim Ryan is out there saying that he loves all the live service stuff and thinks that it's the main um, signifier of growth in the industry overall, and that's what they want to aim for going forward. Um, so for me, I put that together with the PlayStation Plus stuff they've got coming out, mm-hmm. and they're about to wow people with you know old school access to PlayStation One games, PS2, and whatever. If all those pause menus, all those emulation menus, all that stuff is one big cycle of advertising and everything else yeah. I see the business numbers go up but I see us getting very annoyed about it absolutely you know it's, it might sound in this video like we're you know looking at the worst case scenario you know planning I challenge the you worst. for the best one but this <laughs> well we'll get to that in a second but my point was yes. when it comes to you know um, companies introducing new business practices like this or yes. like season passes or like loot boxes any microtransactions NFTs the th- same commonality between them all uh-huh. is that 
that publishers and companies will push them as far as they can go at first to see what they can get away with. A backlash will happen, and then they'll rein it in a little. Yes, so exactly. Anything I always expect to see and, and encounter the worst version of before they actually kind of figure it out and figure <laughs> out that people don't like it. So that's why I'm worried about this because free-to-play titles, um, in my eyes, you know, they already have a lot of revenue streams. You know, you've got your cosmetics, you've got your other microtransactions, you've got your season passes, you've got your expansions, all of that jazz. But to use this as a as another revenue stream, you know, to bring it on top of everything that we already have, yeah. to me that's kind of like how it guys, how many <laughs> how how many ways do you need to, to uh, get money out of this thing? Well, the thing is that makes me, like I said, it makes me very curious because I am bringing in all the PlayStation Plus stuff, which isn't mentioned in the report. Um, but there is that whole thing of the um, the overall initiative of the idea of putting adverts into gaming is tied with the free-to-play things and the free-to-play multiplayer titles that they have planned. But if they develop any type of software that's going to start injecting adverts into pause menus or whatever, I just see them rolling that out to as many eyeballs as possible, which if the PlayStation Plus, the new stuff takes off um, and they get anywhere close to Game Pass numbers, they're going to put that in front of as many people as possible. And and I just see that being Jim Ryan's big vision. I just I know he's very much a numbers man. Um, he's very much someone who is thinking about growth, thinking about different ways that they can make PlayStation Studios bigger and whatever. And I see all those things coming together in the best and worst way. Like you were saying, we are focusing on the worst possible side of it. However, I don't see that many positives to in-game advertising other yeah. than maybe it helps you shine a light on some game, some overrated, underlooked Underlooked? Underlooked. Underrepresented thing yeah. might point you towards the direction of something you've not experienced yet, be it a TV show, a movie, a game, or whatever. It might do, but it's probably almost certainly just going to be monster energy drinks yes. like it was in uh, Death Stranding. Norman Reedus' ride. Well, he's the thing, right? When Again. it comes to uh, the history of product placement yes. in video games, you know, I've never been that angry at it, whether it's, mm. you know, Nissan in Quantum Break, or whether <laughs> it's, you know, ride with Norman Reedus in Death Stranding. Duracell and Alan Wake? Duracell and Alan Wake. Sometimes it can be incorporated in a way where you're like, this isn't detracting from the experience, it's not taking me out of it, mm. or sometimes it's just a joke, like it was in Death Stranding with the monster, with the ride with Norman Reedus thing. Uh, but it's when it just kind of becomes insidious and not fun, like when you are going through the pause menus and you're just getting these ads, like, thrown yeah. at you, and that's when it kind of becomes not immersion-breaking, but experience experience uh, if they do pop-ups or they do anything in regards mm -hmm. to, I mean they've literally in these early quotes in these early uh, mentions from the sources that they're going off they don't want to irritate players they don't want to um, break the flow of the game in fact there is something in here for the Sony side of things um, saying that they want to make adverts part of the game now that could be for the best and they're easy to look past or it could just be oh my god I'm inundated with stuff yeah. like when Google Glass was a thing and everyone thought that Google was going to start charging us to use our own eyeballs and see what was right in front of us that's always where my mind goes with this stuff I'm like you're going to inundate us with it and we're going to be the ones the consumers we're going to be the ones kicking up a stink to push back which is what you were saying to yeah. try and um, find some sort of happy meat it's that time of the year your vacation is coming up you can already hear the beach waves feel the warm breeze relax and think about work you really really want it all to work out while you're away monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind when all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. 
no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but mm-hmm. like this practice has been, you know, uh, experimented before, with yeah. by people in the past. I yep. mean, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't it 2K with some of the NBA games that tried so, a little like, bit of this? Yeah, so there's a few examples of this. Um, in, the thing is, older gamers will remember this thing from the mid-2000s when this came back around back then. As soon as, um, you know, digital connections, online connections, broadband stuff came in, this was one of the first things that a lot of different game companies experimented with. There was a Netflix advert in Saints Row 2 uh, back in the day, Burnout Paradise. Ice's billboards were swapped out for various different products and stuff. And yes, like you said, a lot of sports games will do various deals um, to have. I mean, WWE 2K22 has Snickers adverts everywhere. However, they're not live linked. They're not. They're mm-hmm. not. As far as I know, um, none of those spaces are directly connected to a partner or whatever, like some sort of third-party partner that could just be like our new shows coming out, our new Snickers bars coming out, and we're going to pipe that into the game. I think that's the new thing they want to experiment with. Um, both companies do say that they only want to work with specific uh, brands, only want to work with specific products. Mm-hmm. Um, and Xbox coined some phrase which I haven't written down which is a very specific thing um, saying that they are going to have a, a wing of their company dedicated to making sure that the brands they're working with are good for the whole thing but they always say this That's stuff true. they always That's say true. this stuff so, yeah. what fascinates me with this entire um, initiative should mm. we say is that it comes hot on the heels of Netflix announcing that they're going to be looking into um, a subscription tier on their site yes. that actually has advertisements and I think mm. it was the chairman who was talking about how they were against including ads into the Netflix um, service for right. a long time because they said, you know, we, we don't want it, people don't want it. But now, because, you know, subscribers are kind of stagnant and uh, they're now being like, well, it offers people more choice. We can have yeah. a, like a lower tiered price thing mm-hmm. that you have ads in. And I'm like, is this just the way that the tide is, uh, you know, changing for the subscription service? Thing. Have we reached a, a ceiling where you get to a point where mm. you hit as many subscribers as you're going to get? There's not going to be that much room for growth. And the next step is a whole new revenue system where you're going back to ads, which streaming in in its in itself was supposed to um, be invented to uh, emit. That yeah, leave it those get things. around those. I mean, it's, I mean, any capitalistically minded corporate mogul is never going to admit there's a, a glass ceiling to growth. No, They're always no. going to find some way to do it. Um, but at the same time, that's a fascinating idea. Would you take a, a premium? 
premium PS5 game if it was free, but it was loaded with adverts. If it was Horizon Forbidden West, if it was Death Stranding, if it was whatever, but every time you paused it, you got an advert. Every time you got to the end of a, an act, you had to sit through another advert. Various games have tried those things before, but I wonder, I just wonder, I'm going nth degree on this stuff, but I wonder how many different approaches to revenue or approaches to premium stuff Sony can experiment with, being that they already got it wrong. They already yeah. went 70 pounds for this game, and then the Xbox went, well, we're giving ours away monthly, and they went, oh, sorry, let's do our version, but we'll keep that and try different things. Honestly, I would be for that, to have mm. a lower-tiered priced game or subscription service mm. where you have to like sit through ads, because I do think that just gives it, it makes the service and the games more accessible, you know, to someone who might not be able to afford mm. the full price release. They have an option there mm. to, you know, have a lower bar of entry. Mm. Where I would draw the line, and again, this is me assuming the worst, is if they integrate It's the that, games industry. You know, yeah. And use that as an excuse to then bump up the uh, the top price. You know, you move right. that 70 from two to 90, let's say, and then you have a, a 60 or a $30 tier where you have ads in. That's where I'd be like, mm -hmm. okay, this is just, um, you're using this as an excuse to inflate this. I don't know, we have a really, we have a really weird um, relationship with advertising because on YouTube, obviously we're on YouTube, YouTube themselves have gotten very cheeky with the old double adverts. They, they squeezed them in across the last few years. Right, yeah. And now, nine or nine times out of 10, you get an advert in front of everything. Obviously helps people stay in business, but at the same time, they have just sort of like cranked those things up. And I just wonder how many other businesses are could potentially cotton onto that thing. I've just been like, we can actually put more adverts in here. And a lot of people will just go, well, that's just what it is. I'll that's tell you now, works. if YouTube had any crack about them at all, they would put an advert exactly when you were talking about that right there. If you had anything at all, well, is what I'm going to say. Love to see what's, I mean, whoever uploads this video <laughs> can do what they want. But, um, but overall, it's an interesting way, or it's an interesting um, way, to, like, you know, an interesting way to posit the idea of keeping a revenue stream going once you've explored the Game Pass model, the premium model, whatever. Yeah. In-game advertising, excuse me, I thought we left in 2005 or whenever Burnout Paradise came out because I remember the initial backlash to that thing. Um, and it depends how it's done. A lot of people have different thoughts on product placement anyway. Um, like you said, I don't mind it too much. I don't care that there's a Snickers advert in the sports arena when I'm wrestling yeah. with Adam Cole, Bebe. But just like in that regard, it makes more sense. Yes. But it's all going to be about where it makes sense and if it feels too intrusive. That's it, man. And when it comes to free-to-play games, mm. a lot of excuses have been bandied about in the past for them implementing you know, practices that break up the experience because, well, it's free. Yeah, and, exactly. you know, we need yeah. to recoup costs somehow. There's a, there's, a, there's a very specific kind of, like, pity story that are, <laughs> that are spun by developers of, oh, well, we just don't know how we're going to recoup costs. And it's like, you're the biggest entertainment, you know, thing on the planet. Like, yeah. the, the profits are coming in. Yeah. Like, you don't need to spin this story of, we're just not making enough money, guys. We've got to do it or we can't. You can never just it. let something just sit. No, no, no. And just be. And that's where I get worried because free-to-play has always been, you know, ground the ground for those experiments, those mm. kind of excuses. And it's where a lot of things are tested. And then slowly, you see them trickling in mm. to full-price releases. You see the microtransactions uh, trickling in. You see mm -hmm. the early access releases trickling oh, yeah. in full price titles. And that's kind of where I just feel like I'm a, I'm a jaded old man <laughs> worrying and uh, expecting the worst you know but that is that i think it's warranted i mean like we like you said it'll get worse before it gets better like we got the worst of loot boxes microtransactions season passes etc etc the worst versions of them for the longest time before enough people went i'm not buying that yeah. or i'm kicking up enough of a stink on social media and eventually companies went okay sorry we'll take the old loot boxes <laughs> out of shadow of 
War and give you an actual product. And so I think the worst of this is what we'll get first. Obviously, we focus on Sony, but yeah. Xbox are along that too. Oh, of course, of course. You know, and I, I can see some of the big publishers just being like, well, you didn't want NFTs, did you? We're well, going to get ads instead, you know? We're going to throw these things in front of you. We need something. They've got to find some way. But let us know what you think down in the comments below of the idea of in-game advertising. Do you remember the way it was implemented across the 2000s? And what, if any, is the best way to do it going forward? For now, I've been Scott from WhatCulture.com. I've been Josh from WhatCulture.com. And we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. They're just innocent men. We're just normal men. Normal men. Innocent men. (laughs) (laughs) Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.